This episode of Everything is Awesome is brought to you by Telest. Telest is a fantasy world created by Michael D'Angelo. Spanning 15 novels and novellas, Telus is a place of magic and splendor, where great heroes fight for the people. Some of these heroes are blessed with the strain, granting them uncanny abilities. The Telus universe is medieval superhero fantasy with steampunk elements that mix with several different mythologies. With so much to choose from, the world is in your hands. Get more information, purchase the books, and discover the world of Telus at Telus.com. Welcome to this week's edition of Everything is Awesome. I am your host, Kev, and this is the show where we sit down and talk to awesome people about awesome things. Normally, actually. Um, if you're listening to this, um, the time that I'm recording it is, well, that's convenient, 12.25. 12.25 p.m. in the afternoon. Um, I, I only say it's convenient because I was going to say we're a few weeks out from Christmas of 2019. Um, and through timey timey, wimey wimey kind of things, it's going to seem very weird in the feed. Um, but however, uh, I'm recording this because I'm getting back into the swing of things for everything is awesome. And that's entertainment and me in general, creatively. I know that, um, if you've been listening to the show, you know that we tried doing that a few months ago in October, 2019, despite of what the dates say on your feed. Um, and I don't know, 2019 has turned into, I think my least productive year as a content creator. Um, I fell behind from 2018, um, slipping into the slippery slope of the depression, uh, that I usually succumb to when it's the anniversary of my uncle's passing. Um, right around that time is when my dad was diagnosed with stage, what ended up being stage four cancer. Um, and I mean, obviously the good news there is that he's still kicking it, you know, um, he's still kind of, um, kicking cancer's ass. Um, he lives with it. It's, it's a part of him. Uh, and what's neat is that, um, is I guess in 2019, um, despite it only being um, three years since the anniversary of my uncle, or well, it's the third anniversary of my uncle's passing, um, medicine has come around a lot, and um, and and my father's able to live with that stage four cancer, um, and and so far kind of live the same quality of life, not able to. Um, do the same job he did. He had to retire, but, um, you know, uh, positive outlook towards this, um, bout of cancer versus what my uncle had, um, and that positive outcome, uh, not just outlook. Anyway, um, so that had a lot to do with, with like the depression that I had at the end of 2018. 
Um, and I just, I, I wasn't able to fully kick back into gear in 2019. I just, I guess the work kind of piled on top. The one thing I'm kind of proud of, um, to varying degrees of success, uh, the other shows on, for the most part, on the That's Entertainment Podcast Network did not suffer. Now, I will say that um, Victims and Villains, I have not been um, able to post on, a, on, a, on our syndicated feed. Um, but Josh is still posting and I don't, honestly, I don't even know if he considers himself part of the network still or not. Um, that's a discussion and probably an uncomfortable discussion that I'm going to have to have come, uh, the past the holidays here. Um, but, uh, the in-house shows and, and they're only in-house in the sense that I host them, uh, on our servers. They, um, again, to varying degrees of success are still going and still getting posted uh, and in 2020, our, our goal is to make sure that it's um, in a much more timely fashion. Now, uh, there are several factors to that, um, and I am working with those shows. Um, and at the, really, the discussion has only started in my head on, on how to make sure that happens. Um, and uh, as long as they're producing the content and getting it to me edited, uh, then it's getting put up. Uh, or it will be put up in a somewhat timely fashion, uh, and it will will be you know continue to be free of charge. Now there's going to be shows that if they need editing, if, the, if if then then that's a different story. But that's all business that you don't need to hear about. Um, but as far as a, a publisher and a hosting and and a, and a network, uh, I I'm doing everything I can to make it a free to low cost solution, uh, and and and. A, Gratefully, thankfully, a lot of our shows they do their own editing, um, and for them we can we can pretty much offer that hosting free of charge. In 2020, we're also going to be moving to another uh, hosting company. I'm working on that now. Uh, that's going to uh, hopefully a speed the website up, which has been an important thing for me. I feel like our website is underperforming, but um, equally as important, I believe, it's also going to be um, giving the shows that want to have more control over the their section of the website, it's going to give them that control um, uh, to the point of with a little bit of training, if they want, they could fully post a show on their own. Um, or they can continue as long. Again, I, I don't mind scheduling shows out um, as long as it gets to me in a timely manner and I'm able to do it uh, on the days that I'm scheduling for those shows and um, and I don't have to do any editing, then then I am happy to continue to, to kind of do a lot of things for a very low cost to free solution, um, including having the website hosted on our servers. Um, so I'm really, really happy with that. We also are, um, looking at it, continuing our expansion in 2020, but, um, really the point of this episode of everything is awesome, um, is kind of like our state of the pod, which I believe I've recorded already and haven't posted yet, but, um, uh, that, so that will be re-recorded officially because this is more off the cuff. The reason I'm recording this is because, um, some recent news, you know, came to me, uh, and it made me realize that like, man, there tomorrow holds no certain future. Um, and you know, I'm not happy with the content that I provided in 2019, which was little to no content. Um, I did a few live shows. I did a few panels, 
Um, and, and I'm very proud of those, but I never put them out to the world or, or I will be, but I have yet to put them out to the world. So, um, in, I need to get back to it. And, um, just like starting a podcast, the hardest thing to do is sitting down and actually doing it. It's sitting down and hitting record and recording that conversation and then getting it out to the world. Those are the hardest things to do on podcasting. Once you do them, once you sit down and you hit record and you say what you want to say with who you want to say it with and then publish it to the world, you've done the hard part. Of course, there's other hard things that come with podcasting uh, as you grow and want to be better at it and get it. To, and, you know, editing is is a time. And it's not necessarily hard. I mean, editing can be hard, but it's it's also the, the hard part with that is the time consumption it comes with. Um, and there could be other things that are, quote unquote, hard um, once you get past that initial step. But I, to me, forever and always, the hardest step of podcasting will be just doing it. And I think that the same um the same can be said about um, restarting a podcast. Uh, sorry if I'm about to repeat myself here because I had to pause my recording real quick. Uh, but yeah, restarting a podcast is, I think, equally as hard as starting a podcast. It's, it's the act of sitting down and doing the thing. Um, and, and for me, that's a combination of... Um, Getting the shows posted, sitting down and, and, and editing those files and getting them out to the world and also um, kind of getting back to the swing of recording things. Uh, so I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to I'm going to uh, this is me. This is my first act of doing it. This is going to be posted, um, you know, as the next episode in the order of things. And then we're going to go back to our back catalog. Um, and I'm a numbers guy. It's important to me that I kind of catch up, uh, even though I'm a year behind. So um, for the next few months to maybe even a year, I'm going to be trying to post as many episodes as I can a week until we're caught up. Um, some of them might be shorter. Some of them might be longer. Some of them might be solo shows. Some of them might be uh, like a show where I sit down and talk to one of my friends just about whatever. Um, some of them might be actual plays. Um, some of them might be... Um, uh, episodes of other podcasts on our networks so that you can kind of get um, a, a, a feel for what those shows are and listen to them. Um, we're going to be doing a bunch of different things. Um, part of it is to kind of catch up to where we should be. Part of it is to be getting the content that I want to get out there. Anything that I post in the feed would be things that I would post anyway. Uh, it's just that I'm doing it um, more frequently so that we can get to a place where I'm happy to say, oh, yeah, we're officially uh, four years old and we're officially on this podcast episode number and stuff like that. Now, there's something that I want to say to kind of wrap up this episode. Um, this is, again, going to be a shorter one. Uh, and and, and it's, it's essentially what the trigger was to make me do this um, because uh, it's going to be a difficult thing, not necessarily to talk about, but there's going to be a, an episode that I have to edit that's going to be kind of difficult to edit now. Um, and uh, I do want to, uh, you know, kick it to a quick commercial um, for the network before I get to that. So uh, please, uh, let's take a moment to um, listen to, uh, you know, a, a promo about our the That's Entertainment Podcast Network and hear about some of the great shows that are offered on thatentertains.com slash network. 
Thanks for listening to this That's Entertainment Podcast Network podcast. Want to hear more great shows? Head on over to thatentertains.com slash network to find other great podcasts. We have interview shows like Everything is Awesome with Kevin Gallagher, pop culture and awareness shows like Victims and Villains, and awareness shows like Bullies Keep Out. Keep your eyes posted this spring as we bring back recap shows like After Party One and The Zomcast. We're also going to be launching some actual play and actual play adjacent shows like Single Player and In Character with Kevin Gallagher. Find more information about these shows and more on thatentertains.com slash network. All right, uh, thanks for uh, listening to that quick break there. And we are back right here on awesomepodcast.com with Everything is Awesome with Kevin Gallagher. Um, so uh, in an episode that I'm about to edit uh, and uh, we'll be posting at some point in the next few weeks here uh, is from the Philadelphia Podcast Festival. Um, Philadelphia Podcast Festival is a summer podcast festival um, that happens every year. And, um, it, it takes place across many venues and, and it's usually a great time, usually a great time. Um, and this particular year was very, very hot. So, um, the tattooed mom location at the very least didn't, uh, I would say underperformed as compared to past years that I've helped run the show. And, um, which was fine. We, you know, we, we, you know, we, we make do with that stuff. And, um, I had invited, uh, a Philadelphia comedian, uh, to the show and, and, and I'm, I'm being vague about this uh, because I want to put out there the type of person he was or she, and we invited the comedian out, um, and instantly without hesitation said yes. Um, and it, this, this comedian was someone that I've heard on other podcasts and was very, very funny. Um, and I had always wanted on the show, whether it be for a live show or for, uh, just a normal sit down show. And I was always very apprehensive about asking because, um, even though at the time I didn't realize that they were as big as 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 big as they actually were uh in in philadelphia and in comedy in general um i still thought they were like too big for everything is awesome but something made me ask that this year um i don't know what it was um but i asked and without hesitation they said yes and as we approached the day of the show, um, and, and I saw the, the heat index and, and whatnot, and I mentioned, I was like, hey, you know, we might want to, um, you know, you know, you obviously can do your, your five minutes or whatever, but this may end up being a little bit of a different show because it's, it's not going to be, uh, we had a guest drop out and, and it's, it's going to be a hot one. So I don't know what the, the, the attendance is going to be like. And again, without hesitation, it was whatever you think is best, we'll do. I have no, no, you know, whatever. It's all up to you. I'll be there, though. I will be there. And um, I'll tell you what. They were there to play to an audience of two. Jeff Stormer and his wife. It was a very hot um, Saturday or Sunday, I forget. Um, and, um, And... we had an amazing show. I can't wait to put it out there to you guys. 
but no complaints about the, the circumstances or anything like that and and brought his a game um and i had the sense that this person was just overly generous and overly amazing and i i say this with a heavy heart because just a few days ago um, this is uh, this is December thirteenth. The moment that I'm recording this, I believe, officially, I think I think I found out December eleventh. Unclear if it was the tenth or the eleventh, but um, Chris Cotton, Philadelphia-based comedian, passed away at the age of thirty-two years old. This is a person that I don't know real well, um, but when I saw a friend of the show. Dan Scully post about his passing I instantly felt a moment of dread and like this can't be true and uh, you know obviously it, it was true and it hit me it affected me hard and I, I don't know why and I still I still don't know why yet um, and and the reasons why why he passed are still unknown um, but um, Chris Chris Cotton was generally one of the nicest dudes I've ever met, and I've only talked to him a handful of times in email, text message, and once in person, and that was for a podcast, a live podcast, and we had such a great time talking about just fandom and talking about Marvel and DC and Batman. Um, such a great conversation with that little round table of me, Mike, D'Angelo, Chris Cotton, Jeff Stormer, and, and his wife, Jen. Um, it, and after the show, I said, we got to get you on for a normal show proper. And one of the regrets I have of, of kind of dropping the ball in 2019 uh, with the amount of content that I sat down to do is that I'm not going to get to sit down and, and chat proper with Chris Cotton and get to know him better as a person from all accounts that I've read across different social medias, primarily Facebook and Twitter. Chris Cotton made an impact with a lot of people. Um, and the general consensus is the same is that he was a good dude and in the world of comedy he was kind and honest and looked out for others and I, I don't know the comedy world I don't but in general in this world it's rare that you find somebody out there that doesn't just look out for themselves that doesn't just look out for family that doesn't just look out for close friends chris cotton from what i can understand in everything that i've read is a person who when booking gigs made sure people other than himself were booked he helps people get booked no matter how well he knew you. Chris Cotton, despite, you know, he, he was, 
he was probably one of the the biggest unknown comedians and I, and and I say that not to belittle him not to belittle what the impact he had because it seems like he was he was very well known within the world of comedy whether you were a Philadelphia comedian Sal Volcano Artie Lang Hannibal Barris what he you were he was a comedian's comedian and he worked for Comedy Central which you know again um you, you know me saying unknown is is like an insult almost he was known um and it seems like he was right on the brink of blowing up and exploding and becoming the next big thing in the world of comedy and becoming a household name that's what i mean by known and unknown is that to philadelphia and very specifically the philadelphia com- uh, comedy scene the new york comedy scene and, and just the comedy scene in general he was known but i don't know that he was known to my mom and dad the way that someone like an eddie murphy or an Artie lang or someone like that might be known bill Hader, you know whatever he was on that brink um and to see the outpour of love is is fantastic um and to see how he affected everyone's lives whether they were from comedy or not i can only i was not i am not in the world of comedy i am not a comedian um and just to see his generosity towards me and my podcast and witness it firsthand was tremendous and to see like how he affected my life i can't speak for anyone else that was part of that day at the podcast festival but how he affected my life in just one moment one day days leading up to it through through written correspondence um is tremendous and like i don't toss around the word blessed a lot because i i have a weird relationship with religion but I, there is no other word, I guess, to describe the feeling of, I, I have, I, I was lucky. I, I feel blessed to have gotten a chance to have him be in my life. Um, and whether he remembers me or remembered me at all, or that podcast beyond the day that he was there or not, I don't know. But I thank Chris Cotton for being part of my life. And I I wish I wish I wish and it's a regret I will have that I got him back on the show um, and there will be links in the show notes and stuff but please 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 um, he and his wife I believe they were married for eight years and this as a dad is the hardest thing we're expecting it respecting their first child in February of 2020. And that's, I think that's one of the things that hurts the most is, is that like, here's a, here's a guy who is from all accounts that I've read excited and so, so ready to meet his unborn child. 
and he's not going. He ne- he didn't get the chance. And his his wife and and soon to be child are going to have a vastly different life now. There is an official GoFundMe page out there from I think a team Team Six AN or something like that. I'll have the links in the in the show notes. Um, please, please consider if you have extra coin this holiday season. Please, please consider donating to that GoFundMe um, and 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 helping this this family that's lost the the patriarch. Um, help them get through this incredibly incredibly tough time uh that they're experiencing and um i don't know that's let's take a quick moment of silence for chris cotton and um from there we're going to just end the show right away um Chris, thank you so much for being a part of my life. Thank you for the effect that you had on me. Thank you for giving me the the time that you did not have to give to me. Uh, thank you so, so much. You will be missed from this podcast, from me personally, and I know from the comedy scene here in Philadelphia and beyond. Chris Cotton, may you rest in peace. Entertainment Podcast Network. Entertainment and culture. Artist owned. Fan supported.